Hi, everybody. Hello. We're back. Yes, we are. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday season. Yes. I'm a normal person who can make words like it. <laughs> well, also, too, I was immediately going to be like, I hope you didn't. <laughs> Just to be <laughs> controversial. Don't be mean. We want everyone <laughs> to have had a nice winter eh. break. Yeah, sure. We're back. <laughs> Supernatural is back. Yes, it is. Um. Our podcast, It's Funnier in Enochian, which you are currently listening Listen to, to yeah. is back. It is I'm Sally. And I'm Kira. I did that in the wrong order. I was going to be like, and you're listening to, but I already did that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, we just listened. I mean, watched. <laughs> we both listened and watched. Uh, <laughs> season 15, episode 9, The Trap. Yes, The Trap. Which... I didn't know that was the title until halfway through, and I maybe would have had a better idea of what was going on if mm-hmm. if I had known that. That's advance. why I was like, I was, it was that thing where I was like, should I mention it at this point or not? And the way things were going, I think it was like, it was the scene or two right before Dean and Cass literally got trapped. Yeah. Yes, so it, it was. was because actually then very that happened timing. and I was like, lol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. So. Star Wars reference. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the, the originals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember the line. I don't remember. It's Ad- Admiral Akbar, the fish looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. He says that. Yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So let's, do we want to dive into this uh, episode? I think we do. Yeah. Last mid-season premiere. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just so weird to say. And also... I think we both had this happen where we both forgot that like, like everything, oh, everything that, that happened. had happened. Absolutely everything. Yeah. Forgot. Um, all of it. Yeah. Literally the whole road so far, it was like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. yeah right. That, that and that. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I had forgotten about purgatory uh-huh. and they showed it again and I was like, fuck yeah, purgatory. <laughs> because I had forgotten. Also, I just realized something. What? Benny's dead. Yeah. I totally thought that that was going to be a lie. I'm like, no, they're not going to give him an off-camera death. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do we think it's true, though? Like, is there maybe a possibility they might go back to purgatory again? So I think... Or maybe he got out. (laughs) (laughs) I think, you know, it's like, clearly, their their world-building is not the most detailed all the time on this show. And I think this is one of those things where it's like, I don't think they've decided what happened yet. I think that line Mm -hmm. was... To serve a purpose. The in-episode explanation of why Benny was not in this episode. Yes. Um, But obviously, it's like saying anyone is dead on Supernatural never means anything. So they obviously still have the door open to bring him back if they want to. Yeah. You know, no door is just, ever closed. It's that thing, too, where I just find it very, like, weird because they did get him back for that, like, two-second clip I know. of, like, a, a, like a fake future. So it's yeah. like, like... But see, I was how could right. How could they not get him back? Yeah. I was right not to get my hopes up. I know. You were. You were. And um, then I got my hopes up. Yeah. <laughs> and but I And I think the thing about it is, like... I would rather him not come back than him come back and have it not be good. Right. You know, or like it, 
even though they went back to purgatory, I think mm-hmm. it still would have been difficult to get him into this season, mm-hmm. you know, just because you have to, like, get that character tonally right. Yes. You have to, like, intri- you know, they've already, I mean, now she's theoretically gone. So, like, you know, yeah. but I was going to say, like, they, they added Eileen back. Right. You know, so then it's like, okay, now you add Benny in too. It, like, that's a lot of characters. They also have Jack. Um, so it just means more personalities. And then it's like, once he's topside, like, what does he do? Well, but like, it's that thing too where it's just like, I they could have done it where it's like he would have stayed in purgatory. Yeah. And I think they just needed that time. Right. For everything else that, everything else that happened. Yeah. And based on what happened, I'm happy that we got... Yes. What happened yes. rather than Benny part two. So yes. we'll discuss that later on. Yes, we will. Um, There's a lot. <laughs> but for now, it just opened with Chuck and Sam and Eileen, right? Yes. In the casino. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was a big reveal uh-huh. that Eileen had kind of just been a pawn. Yes. The whole time. Been his eyes in. Yeah. Which didn't... Like, I loved this episode, but that part didn't quite land for me. I wish, really? I wish, I wish they had been a little bit... Like, because I was a little bit confused at the beginning. Right. And I wish they had just been, like, a little... Like, they had just, like, explained a little bit more right away. Because the twist, like, didn't, like... Hit me, you know, oh, okay. like I was because I was confused. It like took a minute, and I was like, oh. "Oh, okay." Like, well, like literally, like like for me, I think it was just the second that Chuck said, "You know, oh, I was like blind," mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and I needed eyes and ears. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, at least eyes, yeah. <laughs> um, leave it to God to be a dick. Um, <laughs> God is an ableist. He's canceled. Yes, so canceled. Uh, um and, sorry <laughs> no i'm sorry <laughs> um like as soon as like that was said i was like oh uh, like it like it clicked for me in the sense of like for whatever reason it was sam and dean that were the blind spot yeah so that's like mm-hmm. like i kind of i think i just like explained it away for myself yeah. in a way i don't know yeah like yeah i i yeah i don't know i'm just <laughs> either way that happened yes um it occurred and that whole scene was really like funny to me like i mean wow my brain is just gone i'm really out of practice doing that yeah, same. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> um, it's okay. We got it. We got it. Okay. So that scene happened. Yes. So they did such a good job teasing the stabbing. Oh, because yeah. Because I was so uncomfortable because it the just looks so time. gross and so painful. And you're like, ah, it's going to happen. Oh, no, it's not going to happen. Like, it just made you so tense. And then, like, to Sam being so Sam and so aware and being like, you're stalling Mm -hmm. and like what what i really like about that moment is like there's a duality in the meaning of that is Mm -hmm. one he's stalling to see if other story you know elements pop up and stalling because he doesn't actually want to get his hands dirty yeah 
and just that switch around and like when i don't know about you but when uh tech was like oh yeah you're right i do just like snap people out of existence so i immediately assumed that he was just gonna kill eileen same in that moment same oh when he turned back to yeah. her i was like oh shit this yeah. episode had a lot of like oh no don't kill this it was person. very tense yeah <laughs> oh no don't kill this person <laughs> because like uh, i feel like that's ep- every episode i know but I, I think at this point like the reason i'm concerned about people dying is because it would be bad writing explain because Supernatural has killed everyone off and brought everyone back so many times that it's like, what narrative impact does killing this person off have unless you really just want to, like, get rid of the character from your season? Yes. You know? Like... And I almost feel like they were maybe poking fun at themselves a little bit with that, with the um, future stuff. Yeah. Um, of just like, okay, there, like, there's all these people dying and all that kind of stuff. Like, a lot of people that have, like, been brought back already. Yeah. Um, and something about, like, you know, like, the implication of God being the element that, like, now there's no way to, like, get them back. Yeah. In a way. Um, like, even though that wasn't explicitly stated, Mm -hmm. that was definitely what was implied. Yeah. Um, because you didn't see any instances of them trying to get them back, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and so I find that interesting too. Of just like, oh, the absence of the writer mm-hmm. means that people stay dead. Yeah, which I really I find that interesting. That yeah, just very just like it. It's it's like making that it's it's making that. Sorry, I was talking really far away from the mic. I just realized that it was like it's creating that line between the fiction and. Yeah. A potential reality. Yeah. Which I like, yeah, that's really cool. Well, and it's even like Eileen coming back. Mm-hmm. That was God. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was very tense. Once Eileen started stabbing Sam, I like at that point, I was like, this is hilarious. Yes. With, like in a good way. Yeah. Just the, the juxtaposition of her stabbing him. And him, like, screaming and then being like, oh, no, it's okay. Don't worry. Like, I know it's not your fault. And her being like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then Chuck <laughs> fucking playing the guitar and the Oh, background. that was brilliant. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, you fucking sadist. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, so uh, I really enjoyed that. Yes. It was very, it was very <laughs> But I remember that moment when she first, like, put the scalpel in and you just squirmed like a full body oh. squirm. I was like, are you okay? <laughs> no, I was not okay. But then it was fine because then it got funny, which right. I appreciate because I feel like they needed to lighten the mood a little bit. Just a, just a little bit. Just a, little, just a wee bit. Tiny bit. Yeah. Um, to, to maybe like go a little bit more in depth about it, um, if we're going to talk about the, you know, the watch and, you know, uh, uh, Chuck offering up some of his um, omniscience to Sam and Sam taking that and that being very effective in terms of making him lose hope. Do we think, and by we I mean you, do you think that um, the things that he was shown are legitimate? 
No. Why? Is there something about them that made you think that? Or is it just like the nature of Chuck? Because or... I... <laughs> I have my own reasons. So I think, I mean, cause I think this comes down to me being unable to separate my own personal views about predeterminism or just determinism no, where, where I'm just it, like, you know, you should in, inject yeah. your own personal views. about um, Cause I think that that's the very questions that this whole show is asking is about yeah. predeterminism and fate and everything like that. I do think that Chuck was telling the truth. Okay. I don't think he was lying. Um, but was it propagandist? But it was for sure propagandist. And I think that, you know, the thing that was missing in that future was optimism. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't... It, the one thing that I am curious about was him saying that the monsters... That without him, the monsters would want, run wild. Right. And that's something... Where I think he's talking shit. Yes. I think he maybe believes it, but I'm like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, do I trust God? No. No. Do and not do I trust him not to lie even, but do I trust that he's the most powerful being, being? in the universe or in this universe? No. no. Do I trust that he 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 knows shit? No. I think he's an idiot. He's he's the writer Chuck. You know. He, yeah. All he knows is what he's made up. Yeah, um, exactly. And, you know, we've seen endings for Sam and Dean before, or we've seen them quit hunting or whatever. And ignoring that bit about monsters, like all of those things are coming from a lack of optimism mm-hmm. and, and and trauma where... Yeah, I just don't. I mean, eh, 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 the big eh. thing for me that makes me feel the same way that you're expressing is the fact that there was a stopping point to the watch. Yes. And so to me, that then makes this watch and everything that it shows a contained construct of what Chuck wants him to see. That's what that's the was the big deciding factor for me is like if it I would almost be more inclined to believe it, which is weird to believe it as being more um, factual if there was multiple options shown as opposed to just Mm -hmm. one line, Um, because even with fate, everything's constantly in flux. It's not going to be one predetermined thing Mm -hmm. necessarily. And then if we would have seen beyond their death. Yeah. Well, and it would have made more sense to me. This just seemed way too specific mm-hmm. to Sam. Yeah. Specific to Sam and also specific to, to negative moments. Oh, 100%. Because I'm like, okay, cool. They defeat Chuck. Like, Other than the opening. You're picking. At first. Yeah. Moments. Yeah. Like, did they not all like eat pizza together? Yeah. A- and. You know, like it opens with that as yeah. like kind of like a false lead. Yeah. And then the movie night immediately gets interrupted mm-hmm. by Jody Collins. Yeah. But we saw five moments. Yeah. 
over course of like three years a year, well because it went to 2022 oh it did go to tw- yeah i thought it still said 2021 i thought it said 2022 but maybe i'm wrong no i think okay. maybe you're yeah right. yeah so oh. let's just say three years either way just for the heck of it even if it was one year yeah. five moments so okay what if okay everyone you know dies mm. that's life yeah you know people die mm-hmm. which you know we all know and isn't it better to have positive, wonderful experiences with those people mm-hmm. um, in in that version of reality, are Sam and Eileen together? Wouldn't he want like, why didn't he see that? Exactly. You know, why didn't he see that moment of happiness, yeah. intimacy and togetherness? Why didn't he see you, does the existence of monsters mean that Sam and Dean can't be brothers who have fun anymore? Yeah. If they defeat the big bad, if they defeat God, they're going to be happy about that and they're going to feel a weight lifted off their shoulders. Yeah. It's not going to be like, they're not going to be, I mean, maybe they're going to be more depressed because they've like accomplished their goal and now they have nothing to, to mm-hmm. fight for. But that's not what we saw. Exactly. Um. So... And it was yeah. also this very very much this thing of like, I think it did a very good, because it did a very good job of divorcing us from the main reason why they want to get rid of God. And I, and I think that it was very effective in doing this because I literally did not realize it until just now us talking about it. But it removed the whole um, reason that they want to get rid of God, which is God meddling. Yeah. Yeah. Also... Also, you'd think, like, they have the bunker. The men of letters. There are tons of hunters. Like, you'd think that without God and with free time and their resources, they can set up a network. Like, they can actually Mm -hmm. do something. It was just such a small-minded version of the future. Like, a nihilistic, totally depressing version of the future. Another thing that makes me think it's not true Eileen was there. Yeah. Why was Eileen there? Because, you know, even in the future that Chuck was showing Sam, Sam and Eileen already know that Chuck was using her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, regardless of whether or not Chuck is still around, she's still going to have that feeling of like, I don't know if this was real or not, so I need to leave. So why is she still there? In that future fantasy. It's true. What happens to her? Like, does she yeah. still want to hunt? Like, yeah. 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 It is very myopic isn't the right word, but it is very like narrow. Mm-hmm. It's a very narrow view. Um, but peppered with enough mm-hmm. um, truth. That's, that's why I think propagandist is a very good way yeah. of like putting it because it is exactly what sam needed to see Mm -hmm. in a very very effective way like we've seen them do it in the past like like immediately what came to mind was just like oh yeah god's pulling a zachariah yeah basically oh yeah no that was exactly my thought you know this is the trap instead of the end right like exactly i literally wrote down those exact words yay we're the same person Yay! (laughs) we've had this running joke today of how like much for the same person. Yeah. It's okay. I'm okay with it. I'm totally okay with it too. <laughs> like twinsies. <laughs> um we have the same emotional issues. Woohoo! Yay. 
Hey, man, it's how they bond on Supernatural. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, but I think that that's like this was like it made me it. I'm I'm really am getting obsessed with like good storytelling, right? Like in terms of like recognizing it when it's there, because I just feel like you know everyone's for the last ten years everyone's developed their armchair blogger skills. Yeah, everyone has opinion. Everyone has commentary. Everyone is going by for better or for worse what they like and don't like rather than like anything that's slightly objective. Yes. I feel like that's more I don't want to say more common, but that's the loudest voice right now. Yes. Um, or then people are using analytic techniques to justify exactly. a subjective opinion. Yes. Very well said, my dear. Thank you. Yes. Uh whereas like both of us throughout the, you know, what God has it been 2 years now? That we've yeah. had the podcast? Yeah. Oh my Ooh. God, that's so weird. Yay. Happy two-year anniversary, Iffy Podcast. That's so nuts. Yeah, we started it in January of 2018. Yes, we did. That's fucking insane. Yep. Let's just like have that moment right now. That's so cool. We didn't we... even think about our no. anniversary. Oh. And I totally posted that picture without being like... <laughs> I might just edit the caption and be like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but we've been no stranger to being like to being very open about like the failings of the show. Yeah. And that it is very much like, you know, we know we're not watching some like highbrow, mm -hmm. you know, arguably overproduced thing. You know, we're very much willing to like analyze it in the bubble that it's meant yeah, to be we, we take it as it is exactly and we take it with a grain of salt yeah and we don't like i would never ever i don't want to say never ever but like i'd be very cautious to like put it on a pedestal or anything or really like put anything that i watch on a pedestal yeah because i feel like that's just unfair because mm -hmm. then you are like just comparing everything yeah and creating a hierarchy anyways um my point being is that i just feel like like, it's, it's really important to recognize that that whole sequence with Sam and Chuck was so well done in the sense that it made it reminiscent of things that they've, the, yeah. that, of storytelling techniques that they've used in the past without rehashing. Yeah. It did not feel rehashed. It felt like, and I think that this is like a thing that we've commented on for really the last three seasons for 13, 14, and 15 so far of it still feeling fresh. Yes. Like, you know, I feel like Andrew and, and the team have done, like, a really good job of, like, trying to maintain that. And, yes, it's helped by them being, you know, meta in the sense of, you know, being able to poke fun at themselves and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's a little bit of a cheat, but, like, we'll give them that. Um, but I just, I like, I really, looking back on it now after having watched it, I just really like how effective that was because it's even, like, Something so, oops, something so, that was me. I almost <laughs> took out all the mics. Um, something so um, arguably frivolous as a throwaway line of Dean saying, I buried him. Not we. I buried him when talking about Cass and the Malik box. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I had to bury him. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's very, like, poignant that's something that's gonna like make both sam and us 
again, propagandist. It's going to make us believe the half truth. Yeah. Well, and I think also, like, I think both of us would agree that even after, like, it was so well done because even after all that, even after the whole thing, um, and by the whole, I mean all of what Chuck showed Sam. Yes. Yeah. We remained unconvinced. You know, at yes. the end of that, we were like, uh, no. Yeah. Um, and especially the end, because the ending, like you comment, like, is bad writing. Yeah. Like, we were laughing a little bit because it's like, and, and part we- of it was their fangs, but it's just yeah. like, okay, cool. Now they're vampires and their friends murdered them. Like, I think if it hadn't happened before, like, it, and it has. And it, like, They've both turned into monsters yeah. and been cured. It's like we've done that before. Yeah. Been there, done that almost. Yeah. Like it just, it, it was it was bad writing. So we we got to the end of that and we're like, uh, no, I don't think so. And what was Sam's reaction? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Chuck was like, do you honestly think that that's better than what I have? And you see Sam... He's, crack. He, he cracks. Well, no. Sam, well, yeah. Sam is, you You can tell that he's like, no, I think that's better. Like, mm-hmm. I think that your version is worse. Yeah. And then Chuck says the one thing yeah. that makes me go, uh, <laughs> which is the thing about if Chuck is gone, monsters run free, which I still don't really understand the mechanics of. Yes. But- you know, we're in the same position as Sam and Dean in this, where yeah. it's like, we don't understand that universe, you yeah. know? E- even with the information that we have that Sam and Dean yeah. don't, we still we don't still... understand the magical laws exactly. of that universe. Yeah. And you and I don't think that Chuck does either. Yes. Um, But... But I honestly don't know if that's true or not, you know? So that's the one thing that gave me pause where I was like, all of it is nihilistic and depressing and unconvincing because it's wrong, (laughs) except for that one thing. And that's the one thing that cracked Sam. And I loved that character development where I was like, yeah, no, he's not going to fucking break. And then the one thing that makes me break is the thing that makes Sam break. And also, too, the other thing that makes me break is, like, fucking Jared and his acting. I know. (laughs) Like, that was just... Between him and, like, I know we'll probably dive into it more, but, like, Dean in the forest. (laughs) Oh, boy, we will. Oh, yeah. But, like, those two moments... (laughs) Um, (laughs) But to, like, backtrack a little bit, another thing that I thought was just such a, like, like like, a cherry on top situation is right before sam's even like you know oh that was bullshit is chuck being like so what did you think oh god like, i know like i'm like <laughs> bitch please this is two writers we know what you're playing at that's what you say when you just got made your friend read what you wrote <laughs> comments like, and kudos appreciated yes oh god <laughs> Uh, sometimes I hate being so close to it, you know? Like, it's like, uh, it's almost frustrating. Uh, speaking of being, feeling personally attacked. But uh, there was another part of that 
that I thought was really oh that's kind of going off of what you were talking about in terms of like questioning God's limits oh yeah questioning Chuck's limits and like how much is he just posturing and how much does he actually know how to do and it's very much it made me think of uh, I know there's other analogies but it made me really think of like the ant and the boot or the ant and the magnifying glass like kind of analogy of like um uh, um or really Plato's cave for that matter of like here's you know God or Chuck saying to Sam like you have no idea how this works this is how it works and I'm gonna list it off for you but all that needs to come around is like a bigger fish to say oh no 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 this is actually how it works like everyone has their um ecosystem that they're that's the wrong word but like everyone has their bubble that they're occupying like it also made me think of like you know how there's like birds that can see an infrared yeah like there's things that we physically cannot perceive that other beings or creatures can Mm -hmm. so it very much made me think of it in the same way of just like how you know chuck's doing all this posturing of like here let me uh lend you some of my uh omniscience Mm -hmm. and everything but that you know, whether it's propaganda or not, that omniscience has a limit. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I, I do want to end up, you know, when we get more into the other end of the episode or whatever mm-hmm. we get into the rest of it, I really like the use of time in this episode. Yes. It was very well done as like a, mm-hmm. a literary device. If you yes. I liked it. I feel like we can move on to purgatory a little bit. Yes. Um, and I do too. The, <laughs> what, what I just also wanted to say was I loved the color contrast yes. in this episode because it's always really well done to like show a different world. I yeah. Like it. And just having sort of the bright colors of the casino mm-hmm. and then purgatory the way purgatory always is it was a little darker than it was i think last yeah, time we not saw. as uh, like the white balance was uh down a little bit. yeah <laughs> um but still having that like really like faded yes and in contrast with like the saturated environment worked mm-hmm. really well for me yeah yeah i know that's i didn't even think of that it, it like uh or didn't fully register that until you just said it it like definitely set the tones mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think about uh, Cass putting his foot down? Oh, I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Oh. So good. the way this whole sequence started mm-hmm. was... The, the structure of the whole episode, really. Yeah. Was so good. And just them, like, poking at each other and fighting was so good. I don't even remember. Oh, just Dean being just, like, the biggest baby. Because that's what it was. That was what yeah. it was. Like, me, like just being stupid mm-hmm. because he's sulking, essentially. With, with the whole, like, let's split up. <laughs> like, oh, God. Like, so good. <laughs> like, looking at him like, bitch, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, are you for real? Yeah. And it's like, Dean knows that's a stupid thing yeah. to say. So he obviously is like, okay, fine. Ha! like (laughs) they just do it so well and it was like it's good banter good banter and you know Cass and Dean in purgatory like what more can we say and I think it's really beautiful 
that they had to go back to the place where they first fell in love <laughs> to rekindle that spark. Yes. It's their honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, their second honeymoon. Their second honeymoon. Oh, my God. Uh, like, oh. I don't even have much, like, good to say. You didn't see who wrote this episode, did you? Who wrote it? Bobo? It was Bobo. Oh, I knew it was Bobo. <laughs> the second I saw it, I was like, mm. I could tell from your face. <laughs> Kira uh, made a very fond looking face. Yes, it was very like, my baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Robert directed. Oh. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Anyway. So that fight, because I almost forgot for a second, because they were like, you know, poking oh, yes. at each other. Yeah. But yeah. then they fought for real. And Cass said, I left, but you didn't try to stop, stop me. me. Oh. <laughs> That moment was such a big, yeah, I loved that moment. That whole fight was so good. Like, Cass grew some balls this episode. Yes. (laughs) And what I really loved about it, too, is we have seen Sam and Dean get better at expressing their emotions. We haven't really seen Cass get better at expressing himself. I feel like there was a moment either earlier this season or some point last season where I remember us like on the podcast talking about uh, Cass mirroring them in that. Yes. And I just can't, I can't remember, I can't pinpoint it, but like that was just like, it was just a peppering. Mm -hmm. This was the like full wave. And, And you know, and he said everything that... You know, from a fan perspective, he said everything that I would have wanted him to say in terms of, you know, I feel like he had a moment of feeling used or whatever, mm-hmm. but I don't actually think, you know, he's he's a confident guy. I, I, yeah, I think, and I don't think he has anything wrong with having utility. Yeah. yeah. I, I really think it's the fact that... It, his emotions were not being acknowledged. And he he's like, I apologized. Mm-hmm. You couldn't hear it. You won't forgive me. And you're blaming me for everything by projecting. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm really sad about Jack. Yeah. And and you're not. And I don't understand yeah. why you're not. And, yeah. you know, I left because of these things. And if you wanted me, you could have. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> so good. And then. Oh, so good. And then. Boom. They're they got separated. Trapped. Yeah, they're trapped. Um, which, side note, those Leviathan blossoms were beautiful. Yes. Um, we got the reveal and that disgusting. we're not going to see Benny. Bummer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think th- this was just a beautiful, because it, it, like you were saying, it didn't feel rehashed. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like a supernatural greatest hits parade. Exactly. You know? I feel like, like, And I feel like that's like kind of what, I felt that that's what I was trying to say when I was talking about the like jump ahead yeah. and everything. It totally did not feel like a great like this whole season. Mm-hmm. Luckily, with everything that they've pulled out mm-hmm. from previous seasons, from the original five season arc and everything, it hasn't felt like a rehash. Yeah. To, to us, at least. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can appreciate maybe like certain aspects feeling like that to some people. But I think overall, we're getting enough variety nuance and like push like move movement forward to like Mm -hmm. counteract that yeah and like even the return to purgatory it's like they could have sent Cass and Dean anywhere you know that part of the episode was 
like a closed loop or like a bottle episode or whatever. Yeah. You know, nothing productive came from their trip. Uh, other like, than the other blossom. than the blossom, but like even that blossom, like they, they I know I thought but they about couldn't it. use the blossom. You know. Yeah, they did. But like, yeah, thing. but they created the thing, but then they got yeah. poofed the thing. Oh, I get what you're saying. You know, like yes, yeah. it didn't it didn't move the plot along. You know, nothing happened with that thread. <laughs> <laughs> what he created the thing, and then he poofed the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what what really the the purpose that served was getting Cass and Dean it's away out of their element so it's like it could on have their been second honeymoon <laughs> on their second honeymoon and i think the fact that they said it in purgatory was, was actually poignant. poignant and was on purpose to create a specific type of character development and like i say like oh it's back to the place where but you know i don't think it's a coincidence oh god that no. dean's because they could have switched the team up too. Yeah, like yeah. Cass could have been with Sam instead. Yeah. Like it, you know, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't, I don't think it's a coincidence that Dean, because I, like I th- feel like you could think like okay, his little like prayer was a little bit out of the blue, but like it, it didn't feel like it okay. to me. It, it didn't feel like it to, or like it did a little bit, and then I was like, wait, like. Last time he was in purgatory, he ran around praying to Cass every yeah. day because they were separated. And, and he left without him. Yeah. And and spent X number of months thinking that he abandoned, like yeah. he failed his friend. Meanwhile, yeah. his friend actually wanted to punish himself. Yeah. And, but I think what, what did it for me though is weird. Like we had very different um, reasons why it didn't, that made it not feel out of the blue Mm -hmm. i didn't even think of like everything that you're saying but for me it was the time it was the fact that like the time was counting down of like yeah when they could get out and he's like this might be the last chance i get to talk to him yeah that's what i didn't even yeah i didn't even think about that at all i was just like as soon as he woke up i was like oh shit he's in purgatory and cass Mm -hmm. is gone again yep uh, like St- stress ensues yeah you know and i it, that was that was season eight wow. or like between season seven and season oh eight God. so that's like that's so nice. eight years ago <laughs> so okay eight years ago <laughs> it's like i don't think that dean thinks about that a whole lot because no, cause there's just so, so much. much jinx <laughs> I'm going to talk anyway. But yeah, like, I, I really don't think he thinks about it all that much. No. He, he barely he barely even blinked about going back to purgatory. Yeah. So I think it was really him being in that same situation that just, like, whammied him into remembering all that him and Cass have been through together and... You know, how much he does care about him. And also, yeah, like you were saying how he abandoned him or felt like he abandoned him last time, you know, to to sort of show him that he's not blameless in their friendship, you know, that he has also done things that yeah, um, that he feels guilt about. Well, like the, 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 the line that broke me with mm-hmm. that was him admitting like, no, I should have stopped you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and then. The, the thing that 
that I want to talk about in, in terms of like that moment, that scene. It, it feels weird even calling it a scene. It's like a moment, you know? Mm-hmm. And something that I feel like will go down in like supernatural history is one of like the top moments of the show, mm-hmm. genuinely, um, is him going into his anger issues. Oh, God. That like, I was like, what's happening and and um and and i don't know if you had this immediate reaction but right away i was just like god damn it 15 years in and look at the freaking character development they're able to get both writing and performance wise like fuck off it's insane that's 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 like a true testament to looking at what you have and seeing what you can do with it. Yeah. And seeing what new things that can come up from what you already have. Instead of like reaching out to thin air. Uh, uh, of like you know. Oh how can we reinvigorate this like long running show. No look at what you have. Look at what's worked. There's a reason why it's worked. And it's all there. Yeah. The, whole, in- the whole entire series <sighs> has been such a beautiful examination. And sort of processing case study almost of toxic masculinity and daddy issues yeah and that is this show's strength Mm -hmm. and i mean that's and that was what i wrote down (laughs) was you know when he's like i don't know why i have this anger and i was like yeah toxic masculinity and daddy issues um which again like not to like harp on episodes that i didn't super enjoy (laughs) but it's it's just like that one episode where where John came back yes. that I didn't love because I'm just yeah. like it didn't like it just felt a little tonally off to me yes. and you know I don't have a problem with that episode but especially watching this episode and being like no Dean is still really fucked up about a lot of things he knows it he's gotten better he's processing it he's talking about it yes. with his friend but like those things came from John. Yes. But, and and not to then, like, you know, go back to, like, our conversation about that episode. Mm-hmm. But I remember when we had talked about it, um, one of my counters to, to what you were talking about, because totally valid mm-hmm. and, like, I agree. But all of that came from, like, a wishing pearl. That's supposed yes. to give you your yes. deepest desire. So it's, like, that thing, too, yeah. where, like... I don't necessarily think that that uh, John that was plucked out of the timeline was a true representation of John as he actually is. Yes. And it would have been like, you know, very rarely am I in the camp of people that wants um, things spoon fed or like, you know, explained or whatever, Mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of times um, the demand for that is unnecessary. Yeah. And it is very much like people wanting to be spoon fed. But I think in that instance, it would have helped a lot for them to push that part of it a bit more. Like even in, I don't know, maybe, maybe I kind of want to rewatch the episode because maybe there was more of that in, because I remember uh, Sam and Dean's conversation after the fact being really like, kind of summing up stuff well but I I can't remember if it did this particular thing that I'm looking for which is push the fact that that was a wish fulfillment thing and I think that if they could have 
done that a little bit better even just by having like a little tag scene of like John being back in that timeline and him being his yeah you know usual self Mm -hmm. and I feel that would have been like kind of a good thing of like well no like let's not forget yeah the reality here yeah um anyway uh, yeah I did like I think especially like um just as a side note Mm -hmm. um one of my friends is is watching Supernatural for the first time. <gasps> That's so um, exciting. And, like, so she's already, she just finished season two. Like, oh I lent her my, my copy of season two. But she texted me, and she was like, oh, Sam and Dean's dad still being dead in the gin episode? Oh, boy. So, like, that's, like, fresh in my mind yeah. of, like, that being, like, a wow, even in his deepest fantasy life. His dad is still dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's like obviously they're like twelve Yes. Four, yeah. Thirteen years Something apart. Like that, yeah. So like there's a lot of development. It's a very different situation. Yes. Um it's what the characters needed at the in time, yada yeah, yada. Yeah. Um, but I still think that like Yeah. I, yeah. I agree with you is my point. <laughs> And I agree with you. Excellent. <laughs> Glad we established that. Yes. Uh, but yeah, going off of, I feel like Daddy Issues is a good uh, segue to uh, mention all the Star Wars vibes that I got from oh, this episode. Oh, please. Okay. Because. Um, yeah, the ultimate Daddy Issues. Yeah. And I just felt like like um, Chuck and, like, because have you seen all of them, save for like the recent ones like have you seen the prequels and yes okay um not expecting you to remember everything but like chuck doing what he did to sam very much made me think of how the emperor basically tricks oh anakin Anakin into yeah you know it's very much like oh let's let me tell you about this you know old sith fable about this sith lord that saved his you know, his loved ones from death and da da da, da you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And it very much made me think of that, of this is like someone trying to turn someone to the dark side. Yeah. This is someone trying to take away hope. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what it's about, is that's what the Sith do. They, they're the absence of hope, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't want any Star Wars fans to come after <laughs> me, please. I'm a legacy fan, like, watch yourself, okay? Um... <laughs> don't test me (laughs) Uh, anyway um so like it may it very much made me think of that and then what and then of course the daddy issues and like you know the the male bonding and like all like all that stuff was very much like present and then the very end tag Mm -hmm. of seeing billy and jack and billy just going it's time it just felt so fucking epic yes it felt so like holy holy shit holy shit holy shit holy shit here we go and do you know what the episode title for the next episode is what the hero's journey Ooh. i just recently started reading (laughs) joseph campbell's um (laughs) book and uh yeah, it's an interesting read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of Freud. <laughs> um, so maybe I might get into that a little bit more before next episode. That'll be fun. Um, but yeah, like just like the structure, the pacing, the tone, it just felt very like 
although there was an active situation with Chuck, mm-hmm. I never had a question. Like, you know, normally when it's like the, you know, the mid-season baddie and stuff and like we're, you know, either it's going to be a one and done and we're dealing with someone else at the end or if it's someone that's going to go to the end. Either way, it's just like, okay, so like when are we going to see that what we're seeing now isn't going to pan out? Yeah. I didn't even question that. Like that wasn't even like it was just not that it was obvious or anything, but it was I was more genuinely questioning where it was going to go. Yes. I genuinely had no clue. Also. Which was nice and refreshing. Yeah. When Dean and Cass got back from purgatory. Mm hmm. I literally said out loud, oh, thank fuck, because. (laughs) And I was like, oh, are you okay? (laughs) That's the part that we didn't talk about in that conversation. Or in Purgatory, we talked about Dean's prayer, but we didn't talk about what happened when they met back up. Right. Which is when Dean starts to talk and Cass is like, you don't have to say anything. anything. I heard your prayer. Like, how fucking romantic. Um, And then they they have that beautiful, like, no homo bro hug uh, yeah like but perfect. also all the homo all the homo it's a very <laughs> it was a very homo no homo bro hug yeah <laughs> say that 10 times fast exactly. um <sighs> but the way that conversation was structured was beautiful but it also like borderlined on feeling like a eulogy which is why i was or like not a eulogy but like it it's it, if it wasn't this like season. Like an epitaph. Yeah. If it wasn't this season. If it was like five seasons ago. Right. Cats would be dead. Oh, And yeah. he was, you know, five yeah, seasons ago yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But but you know what I mean. <laughs> and like, he was. Like that's the type of shit this show loves. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, they've reconnected. They're having this beautiful moment. Now they finally appreciate each other. Yoink. Let's kill one of you. So I was so tense. Because I was just like, something's going to go wrong. Something's going to go horribly wrong. They've reconciled. <laughs> something's going to go wrong. Like, ah. Um, and again, I'm so glad that they didn't because that would have been bad writing at this point. Yeah. Like I said earlier, where it's just like, when you've killed someone off like five times, killing them off again just does not have the same weight no. to it. And it's just like, what, what's even the point? You know, keeping people around is what more poignant more poignant and and it's similar with ellen mm-hmm. or not ellen eileen mm-hmm. um where it's like killing her off would have been bad writing having her yeah. leave because she's uncomfortable she hasn't left before yeah you know and you know that accomplishes the same thing which is probably that they didn't want to have her in x number of episodes and this way they can bring her back or they can send her away also I wonder if you're going to say. Forgot about that. I wonder if you're going to say exactly what I'm thinking. I'm going to freak out if you are. The kiss. Oh, okay. What were you going to say? Oh, no. I was going to say something else. I can wait. Okay. The The kiss. We like, we, I felt like we were at like a a hockey game or something. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No one even scored. (laughs) Okay, guys, you can take a shot now. Sally mentioned hockey. There you go. You're welcome. Technically, you mentioned it first. And I yeah, was talking I about Yeah, but I you sex. mention it. <laughs> yeah, but it was still a reference. Maybe it wasn't. You don't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it was a hockey reference. <laughs> Fine. 
<laughs> oh, but oh yeah, we were like screaming oh, and like, and we never away. really react. No, not that much. Well, and it's just like we, we, as the fandom, have had blue balls for like five seasons because no one's kissed anyone on this show <laughs> for so long. Let alone Sam. Let Jesus. alone Sam. <laughs> Oh, and can we, like, I dare say it was a very, very, very nice kiss. It was. It was, it was so really sweet nice. and romantic and, like, very, like, um, uh, like, Harlequin romance. Yeah. Like, very, But like, it wasn't, like, too Gone corny. with the wind. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. Sorry. I got yeah. <laughs> no, I got excited. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just, like, headbutted my mic. <laughs> We're a mess. Um... <laughs> I also really liked it because, I mean, obviously, like, it looked nice. Yeah. And I wasn't like, ew, that's gross. Like, no. it didn't look like a gross movie kiss. Yes. I was just like, this is pleasant to look yes. at. I am satisfied <laughs> by this kiss. Yes. <laughs> and then, so like, what did you guys talk about on the podcast this week? Oh, you know, <laughs> just the usual yeah. stuff. Just like a th- like a ten second kiss that happened on a TV show, no big no deal. no big deal. Um, and, you know, it was only ten seconds. I, yeah, it maybe felt it was like longer. a minute. It might have been a minute. I don't know, <laughs> but it was nice. Be- like, let's really dive deep and break down the kiss. Um, it was nice because it was like one kiss, and then we were, and then, and then like I, I'm sure that we both had the thought of like, oh, that's it, and then they go in again. Well, like I I didn't even have time to think that because. <laughs> went in for the second and I was like oh my god he's going for yeah it. like it just like they did such a good job of like satisfying the yeah. audience yeah. where it like yeah. a- and not in like a big makeout way no just in like a oh it wasn't kissing. yeah it wasn't in a like okay we're expecting them to rip off their clothes and like yeah. go have at it it was a goodbye a genuine goodbye yeah. kiss yeah. and it was a good one it wasn't like one like like a like Mm, kiss okay we're leaving mm-hmm. like it was and then there was like the face touching that was really <laughs> <laughs> i think sally just realized what she was saying <laughs> there was the face touching there was the face touching. there was there was sam's stubble looked very nice okay yes exactly i would want to touch it too if i was there <laughs> And once again, Sally says what we're all thinking. <laughs> That's my job. Thank you for your service, Sally. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> my uh, other moment in this episode was when he was going to get tortured, and I was like, oh, finally he's going to be shirtless. And then, Oh, and then it's just like and then one it, little bit. Every time I'm like, oh, you're such a tease. There's nothing more seductive than God unbuttoning Sam's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I exactly believe that. It just sounded good. It did sound good. <laughs> It did sound good. <laughs> oh my god, this TV show! I know, I know. It's like ruined us. <sighs> there was something that had like I'm, it, I'm not going to be able to think of this, but something happened the other day, and I was like, "Oh, Supernatural has ruined me." Oh no, I really want you to remember. I what know it was. it was something gay, like it was uh, something. Oh, that it was something in <laughs> in some media right. where I was like, "Oh, this is my immediate reaction to this thing." Right. This is no one else's immediate reaction to this thing. <laughs> it's from Supernatural. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> but I feel like we probably all feel like that. Yes. So at least we have each other. Yes. Yes. Um, sorry, I needed to I needed to make sure that we discussed that. And now we can go back to <laughs> Billy and Jack in the empty. Oh yeah. That speaking of like talking about two seconds for five minutes. Oh yeah. <laughs> um I really liked the it's time because it conveyed so much in so little kind of a cliched line but like expertly like you it was used well to maximum effect where i was like oh i'm ready to go and also too i just made the connection with you saying that the use of time in the episode yeah it, like perfect and i think that made that that made that work too i feel like if like the episode would just kind of like not structured around time like you know uh, uh, um either you know your your prolepsis of going ahead or uh um the like deadline trope yes if it wasn't for those things then i feel like that line would have felt really cliche Mm -hmm. but with that it's like okay so we've lined up now finally because we and and it was just in a similar way to the kiss it was that like catharsis of like waiting half a season to see this come to fruition and I just like I literally like I didn't I didn't just get a full body chill I got a shudder <laughs> like I just like like convulsed like oh my god <laughs> well and it's like yeah like we've been waiting and I've never been so proud of two seconds in my oh life <laughs> god, I know I know um but like I feel like we're gonna get what we were talking about last podcast episode where it's like They've been doing a whole thing and planning yep. a whole thing that yep. we didn't know about. And yes. now it's going to happen. Like, <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, they're going to show up with like their army or yep. like whatever the fuck it is. Like, I do we want to do guesses and predictions or do we just want to? Because like, do you have anything of where you think that they'll go? Like even just like on a very like slightly micro scale of like what maybe they have planned i don't know yet because i think i feel like i've already mentioned this though about like or maybe you did Mm -hmm. i can't chicken egg where does it start um no one knows you have the thought i say it i have the thought you say it (laughs) exactly (laughs) could you tell me some (laughs) what could you tell me oh yeah 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 (laughs) i think therefore i am yeah um (laughs) <laughs> I think therefore you are. Yes. Um <laughs> I guess I giggles this episode. Um what was I gonna say shit. God damn it. Oh, um that Jack's gonna like that they're gonna try and make Jack the new god. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like Or like like it's okay, so why now? Why is it time oh, now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. And I'm curious, and I hadn't thought of that. Okay, don't laugh at me. It was just such a, like, genuine response. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, guys, we don't lie when we say we basically just record our conversation. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So my, this is not a prediction, but my like (laughs) fantasy that I had like earlier in the episode that I I think would be terrible writing. So like, 
I, I'll, I don't, let you, I'll let you know. I don't think they should do this, <laughs> but like I, I've discussed the whole Gnosticism thing before. Yes. Yes. So I feel like if if Sally, the religion major, was writing this, mm-hmm. I would just go full Gnostic and have there actually be an ultimate. See, I want that. Though. Okay. So ha- so like basically my finale idea is like extreme deus ex, deus ex machina mm-hmm. where you have like the actual god swoop in be like fuck this guy like i'm gonna restore order and everyone's happy yes <laughs> yes or i like some variation of that where there is like actually an ultimate god that is like non-human so for starters that would have to be a thing yes. where it would have to like not be anthropomorphized exactly um and actually be omnibenevolent omnipotent and omniscient and all the omnis all the omnis it'll just that's what it seems gonna yeah. be is omni yeah <laughs> is hey omni what's up channel? <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> <sighs> that's funny like honestly the way that they've been playing it i would be surprised if they didn't in some form I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I'm still stuck on, like, if we're going for, like, actually what's going on. The fact that death, because death is older than God, right? Yes. We've, yeah. We've talked about like, it. Like, so to me, that's. And a, so is the empty. Yeah. So those two things are way, like, those two things. They're constants. Are constants, but also reasons not to believe Chuck. Exactly. You know, if you're 100%. like, okay, if death, so what does death know that God doesn't know? Mm-hmm. And I think that we're maybe going to find out. Yeah. Well, because like, if you think about it, right, it's like, I'll always go back to when Dean first meets Billy as death. Yeah. And her going like, I always got mad at you guys as a reaper, you know, because... I, you know, you guys cheated the the system and you broke the rules and all this kind of stuff. And like, what's so special about you? But now that I can see everything, I have a very different opinion about that. And so it's just that mm-hmm. thing about like, okay, so what exactly is she seeing? Yeah. You know? And it and it it definitely helps with the the mythos and and everything. Like, you know. Oh, I just got a really. Oh no. What. I don't, I almost don't want to say it because I really don't want it to be a thing. Do it. What if death and everything isn't actually older than Chuck? But that's just part of the myth. Oh. Nah, I feel like that's not going to happen. Good. <laughs> I feel like too- that would be like a weird, because then yeah. they'd have to like retcon, like they'd have to like. Retcon a lot. Yeah. Or like not even retcon it, but they'd have to like address that. In yeah. text. Yeah. And that's like a weird thing yeah. to like address in text. It's true. Because then too, then it would just be like, like what would it be? A scene of freaking Billy being like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it, but that's what I mean. It would be dumb and I wouldn't want it. So like, yeah. But I just had that thought and I needed to exercise it from my cool. brain. Cool. It's done. Uh, poof. Poof. <laughs> he took the thing and he made it go poof. I know that's what I was referencing on purpose. Boof. <laughs> uh. So you've been listening to 
It's Funnier in Enochian, the podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud and Google Play and Stitcher and your favorite podcasting service app thingy to listen to podcasts on. And you can also find us on social media at Ify Podcast. That's I-F-I-E Podcast.